Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We know you've waited around all day for this Carrie and Tommy podcast to drop. But if you're raising a glass to us, or any moment, big or small, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, welcome to your Monday afternoon. How are we, guys? Someone's had a fun weekend. I think I've. I think it's been the. It's been the best weekend of sport in my life. I thought you were going to say the best weekend of your life. Is I there a weekend that would have topped that? I haven't reflected enough. Do, on your in life. Terms, in life. <laughs> We'll have a quick think now. Um, Has there oh been God. any other better weekend than your team winning the grand final? Not that he can talk about. I, I can, no. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm trying to, I can't remember one thing in my life except for the weekend. Okay. Well, you've got time to think about that. Oh it was God. one of the best weekends ever. Your team won the great. grand final. Amazing. Uh, yeah. Amazing. For wh- whatever codes you support, both grand finals were absolutely incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Playing everyone because. <laughs> Did you watch both grand finals? Both, yeah, of course. Both grand That's why I was saying the weekend was so great, and I got to see one of my favourite fighters fight on Sunday, and oh. he won. It was just—it's great stuff. Anyway, we got to dig down. You uh, know what uh, I did? What I chose to go to the show, the royal show. Did you? That's why I had a great weekend. No one was there. Mm. Genius. <laughs> everyone was watching a grand final of. Best sorts. weekend of your life. Nah, but it was, you know, it was a good time to go to the show. <laughs> Can we talk at some point about how overpriced the show is? One of the rides cost $15 and it went for about 60 seconds. I reckon it depends on which one is sponsoring us at which time. <laughs> which ride? Which show? Okay. Anyway, yeah. I know that you like to head into the AWAM territory. Yes. I was outraged. Were you? Yes. Okay. Are we going to talk about that nah, more? No, <laughs> that's me done. <laughs> no one wants to hear me talk Let's about Let's talk about it. the footy next. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Do you want a fun fact about Harry Styles? Yes. Hold on. I've got to I find it first. I to talk about the footy. Oh, you can, you can talk about the footy. While I was reading search. on the weekend that he makes about $75 million Australian just from his songs being played. That doesn't like per include what? his stadium tour per, this per, last year. His, his music business is valued at over 106 million pounds. So that's what, like 200 million pounds. So just from us listening to that's his 106 tune. million pounds, so that's 200 million pounds. That's the same Sorry, currency. 200 million Aussie dollars. Didn't you say it was 75 million? No, that's how much from the songs being played, but his entire oh. music. So 75 million. Does he get all million. of that? Or do you reckon most of that goes to. Oh, I don't know about no, the details. Yeah, because you're right. If the agent takes 15%, that's nearly nothing. Yeah. But at the end of the year, they're going to reveal how much he made from his 169 date stadium tour. And apparently it's going to blow our minds. Why would they tell you? Oh, it's in court documents. There must be something happening in court. Oh. Yeah. What's he in court for? Weird. Um, anyway, back to the grand final. Yes. Forgive us if the show is a little side-paced today. I was going to say I've been burning the candle at both ends, but I think it's just one end, but real strong. 
What is that it's expression mean? You're working hard and partying working hard. Working hard usually. and playing hard. No, you're just playing hard. I was playing real yeah. hard. It felt like you didn't actually. In fact, you didn't play at all. Your team did. <laughs> I didn't play. I was a pivotal part. You've not part. been burning any candles. <laughs> I feel like we as a collective won a grand final. And it was so good. It did feel like work at points because it was, it was an amazing game, but so stressful. It yeah, was so from so a, stressful. From a um, not having a vested interest, I thought it was one of the most exciting grand finals that's ever been had. Yes, mm. and well, and I was just having, of course, flashbacks to the last time I saw him in a grand final and the game was just as close, but it went the other way and we lost. And so all that is going through my head. And then I'm thinking, oh, we've lost two grand finals to Brisbane in not that long ago. And if we lose a third, then it's going to be like a curse. And anyway, so, so does that relaxing. mean you can enjoy yourself at all? Because what's the point of going if it's that stressful? I think the pressure valve at the end yeah. that gets blown when right. the siren goes off and the place erupts is one of the best feelings you'll ever experience in life. So if your team loses though, the grand final wasn't an, an enjoyable day at all? Any part of it? Um, yeah. 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 Uh, high risk, I high reward. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm focusing on this one being fantastic. Sorry. Yes. Why am I bringing you down? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And then I knew I was in good form. We went to a, uh, a function uh, after the game and um, um, the players were there. And I knew I was in good form when I was just telling one player in particular that he was a jet over and over and over <laughs> again. And I couldn't think of anything else except that how much of a jet he was. And so when he'd try and say something, I'd say, no, nah, no, nah, hey. But you're a jet. <laughs> you are a jet. And then at one stage, I went over and grabbed another player and came and brought him across and said, Oi, isn't he a jet? He is but a jet. To the new player, or you said that to the other guy? No, again. Just, just the same jet. I just oh, wanted is to the other guy a jet. jet as well? He's a jet, but he's, he, but he's a jet. <laughs> one stage. And because Wade's families was there as well. And one stage, I was chatting to a couple of the brothers. And I, um, I said, Oh, this is funny, isn't it? Because there were two brothers of two different poses. I said, Isn't this funny? And they said, What's funny? And I said, I'm like, It's like I'm chatting to two sets of spare parts. Oh, my God, that's horrible. <laughs> they, 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 they laughed and they said, And then what are you, mate? And I said, This is the best I could come up with. I said, I'm. I'm the Chuckle Factory. <laughs> the Chuckle Factory. <laughs> the Chuckle Factory. I'm the Chuckle Factory. Speaking of spare parts, remember we did calls on that, Are You the Spare Part, when we were talking about, we are trying to remember the name of the other Hemsworth because it was Chris oh, and Liam yes. and, and the then the we little couldn't one. remember Luke. Yeah. Yes, and we well were done. saying how tough it would be being the other. And Luke's a star in his own right. Um, Isn't that an offensive thing to say, a star in his own right? But, is he a star? Yeah, he is. In but his I'm own sure life. these players you're talking to, their siblings, also have oh, yeah. amazing lives, right? They're just not a star in your eyes. No, they're they're stars. They're just not jets, and that's in a very <laughs> important <laughs> distinction to make. And I wanted to know because, because obviously you can hear my voice. It's pretty much at the cooked end of mm. things. And I th- was thinking about it, and I thought, isn't that a pity? There's so many people who aren't into sport. Like there's more who are, but there's people who aren't into sport at all. And I thought, what a what a shame. They would never get to cheer. But just because they don't watch sport, can't they still cheer? But this is what I guess this is the question I want to ask. I mean, I guess what are they cheering yes. at? Mm. On 13 like movie te- endings? Do you cheer? <laughs> I know, I'm thinking. Mm. When a plane lands? They clap sometimes, but they don't really, they don't cheer, really cheer, do they? I would love no. to know, but maybe there's things I'm missing. Because I don't follow sport like acutely, and I feel like I cheer in life. But well, I'm just trying to think you. of what the last thing I cheered at. My, ki- my kid's sport. Yeah. So sport. <laughs> sport. Thirteen, ten, sixty. But maybe I'm missing something. Are you not into sport? And do you cheer at anything? Would you cheer at like a stage show, musical, the end? Woo! Oh, yeah, I cheer when it's Hamlet. over. Woo! 
Um, <laughs> thirteen ten sixty. Yeah, oh, sometimes you could chuck a number in there. Thirteen ten sixty. Do you cheer for anything that's not sport? Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Uh, big weekend sport. Uh, grand finals for both codes. People cheering, hooting, hollering. What a time, because. But you and think there's a group of people missing out. Well, I just wondered if you don't like sport, do you cheer for anything? Because cheering is pretty fun. It's a primal release. Yes. Give us a C. C. What are you spelling? Yeah. <laughs> what was I spelling? I'm assuming Carrie. No, I was spelling Collingwood. Were you? But does anyone cheer like that in the game? That would be a long cheer. Collingwood's lots yes. of less. Oh, I've lost attention <laughs> by the O. <laughs> G'day, Jackie. Hello. Um, do you, are you into sport? I am not into sport. And so do you ever cheer? I do. I cheer for Harry Styles. Oh, me too, oh. Jackie. But is yeah. that a... But do you cheer? It, yeah. like, oh, do you no, chant? Do, do you scream? Oh, yeah, I, I guess you do. I... Oh, but isn't that the same? Yeah, I maybe guess, it is. I guess I'm wondering whether a cheer and a scream. It's so when you either. see that footage on the news of the girls going ballistic at Harry Styles concerts, mm, yeah. is that probably a cheer? Me. That's <laughs> probably. Do you cry, Jackie? <laughs> oh, I have cried. Yes, um, yes, a lot. <laughs> Would you call that a cheer, though? I think. I Tommy, guess or so. is that a? I guess so. Yeah, I guess it's a form of cheer, Jackie. I, um, I actually um, went to Europe to see him this year, so I saw him at oh. Wembley, um, and it was honestly one of the most incredible experiences of my whole life. Good on you, Jack. Do you? I've often yeah. I've often wondered this, and you might be able to answer it. When it's a pop stars concert and you see girls screaming and it's so loud, I feel like they compete with the girls around them to be the loudest screamer. Is that true, Jackie? Oh, look, probably, but we're all just there for the same thing. We're all there because he's incredible and we're probably just in our own little world, not oh, really competing. Good on you, Jackie. I love that you get to cheer. That's great. Can I, can I just say one thing? Yeah. So the difference between me going to see Harry and you guys going to watch sport mm. is when I go to a concert, I never lose. Whereas you guys, you That is a great right point. But, but then I mean, the stakes like not concerts. as high then. I also like concerts, Jack. Um <laughs> Oh, you get the best of both of us. <laughs> no, I just you? meant I don't. I love the arts, but I also love sport. Like, as in, this is not a um, sports versus the arts. No, no. I'm just wondering whether you get to cheer. Yes. Well, I guess Jackie's Jackie saying does. you do. Yes. Sarah, what are you cheering at if it's not sport? Uh, my kids, generally, much to their disgust. But <laughs> I like in what to do settings? It. Um, you know, assemblies where they say, hold your applause to the end <laughs> when they get an award. <laughs> and I'm the woo-hoo mum. I'm the woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> the backstall for the crowd. That's me. How, how does that, that go down when they've said, hold your applause, and then you're madly cheering, Sarah? Oh, they love it. I mean, the kids love it. They go bright red. They, I mean, <laughs> That's what they do when they love stuff. Principal's like, oh, oh Sarah's here Sarah's again. Sarah's here again. Correct, 100%. <laughs> Always running the resilience project with my kids. They're fine. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you, Sarah. Thank you. Maybe there's heaps more things to cheer up because. Danny, what's there to cheer about in life? So it's not me personally, but I have a bunch of friends who dress up to the nines or in glitter, tassels, etc., and they watch Eurovision at the crack of dawn with like cheese platters and everything else. And they cheer? They cheer, yes. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> What's your thoughts on that? No, I, well, I realised when I watch footy on TV, I, I cheer. I don't certainly don't cheer as much because the, yeah. the, the purpose of the cheer is 
Because um, no one can hear you. Yeah. 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 But I guess good on them. Danny, if they have fun. What, when you say the crack of dawn, does that mean there's some house out there or, or apartment and the next apartment, they're getting woken up to cheers at a ridiculous hour? Yes, indeed. <laughs> that's, I love it. Good on you, Danny. Thank you. What about you, Kelly? What are you cheering about that's not sport? I cheer for RuPaul's Drag Race. Which right. bit? Which, which, what, what, just the whole thing? Just the whole thing. The UK season, the US season, all stars, John Unger. They're all fabulous. Which one's the best season? Is there anywhere in the world that has stuffed it up? Oh, it's a bit controversial. <laughs> um, I do prefer the original US season, but the Aussies and the Kiwis are amazing. What's okay. down under? So yeah. just because I'm getting now confused of what a cheer is, what's the, what would you do at the grand final? What's, your, what's a cheer? Yes! Okay. Is that what you're doing when you're watching RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, yes, I'm going, yes, queen, woohoo, I'm clicking, I'm clacking. <laughs> they sound, oh, my God, can you do exactly yes, queen, at the footy? <laughs> <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks, shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland, choose to drink wise. If you're not into star signs, it might pay to get into star signs because what I'm going to tell you next about Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces and Sagittarians, mm, I think it's worth listening up to. Oh. Mm. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. So here's the thing. I was going to bring you some fascinating news about mm. people uh, who are Scorpions, Pisces, Sagittarius or Cancerans. Mm. Um, Cancerians. Cancerians. Um, but it's so good, I'm going to tell you tomorrow. <laughs> just, a quick, just a quick fact check on that one. Was it Scorpions or Scorpios? Scorpions. <laughs> They're Scorpions. Scorpions. I'm not into astrology. Anyway, oh, I can't this, wait till you get passionate no, about it tomorrow. No, because now that I've read this, I'm into it. And I'm interested because I'm a Sagittarian, so this applies to me. And you're a Piscean. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Anyway, I like we're doing it now. No, we're not allowed to do it now. <laughs> we're going to do it tomorrow. I was going to do it now, but why? I stuffed up and I realised that you're meant to do something but now about don't, parenting. I don't <laughs> so, even want to do this. No, you got to wait for tomorrow for this now. <laughs> what? Tune in tomorrow. Why? Why can't we do it now? Just talk about your parenting stuff. What's the biggest reason not to have kids? <sighs> Cha-ching. Money. Do you reckon? It costs a lot to have kids. Really? Yeah. It's, they say it's something like 150000 for the first, Is it? I feel like 15 years of their life and then for every extra kid. I mean, I'm making numbers up now. I feel like yeah. I heard that once. Can someone Google that? Anyway, it's very okay. expensive. So that, do you think that's the biggest reason? Um, uh, you have no life. So I was going to go, I was going to say then ask. Sorry, so, you're, so you're what asking. What are the benefits? Oh, I can give you all the benefits. So yeah. the best thing that will ever happen to you. But you're asking <laughs> me. <laughs> this cash bit. <laughs> you're asking me the negatives. But I would love I'm to know them. I'm assuming people would not have kids because of. What about we go down to the smallest reasons you wouldn't have kids? Oh, like the pettiest yeah, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What you, you can't, uh, the idea of changing a nappy is too much. Oh, that is great. But that's not even on a list. Do you oh. reckon, you know how. I spew it almost everything mm-hmm. and picking up my dog's turds. Does that I, make I you do spew? It, but, oh, yeah. You see me at the park and I'm like. Bleh! Bleh! I mean, there's something that happens when you babies? have, there's something that happens when you have your own kids. Like if you change someone else's kid's nappy, it makes you absolutely dry reach. But when you change your own kids, it's like you get to know it yeah. smells. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then occasionally there's one that pops up that you were not expecting and that can sometimes make you double over. When they've got stuck into a kebab or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, too much beetroot or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I, I found a, um, a BuzzFeed thread of people um, that are doing their pettiest reasons for not having kids. Um, one <laughs> said that uh, he hates his mother-in-law 
and so doesn't want to give um, the mother-in-law the joy of having the grandkids that she's always wanted. Okay, that's just a real, that guy shouldn't have kids. <laughs> sleeping in, uh, sleeping in slash going to bed late. That's not a petty reason. Okay. No more sleep-ins. It's quite devastating. Okay, good. I haven't had a sleep-in in 16 years. Again, don't get angry at me. Yes, you have. Yeah, I have. What are you <laughs> talking but not, about? You don't get many. You don't get many once you have kids because they're always up. They're like clockwork. Hmm, I know. I've got dogs. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, one person says that they hate uh, kids' TV shows, so they couldn't be bothered with having Yeah, that them. was until Bluey came along and then parenting became okay. What about um, not having to answer the question why, oh. even oh. once in a day? Yeah. I, I've come up with now, sometimes mummy doesn't know the answer, and it's okay to not know the answer in life. Mm. Why do you never <laughs> have Google that it. attitude with us? <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Come on, Addy. You know how to use Google. Sticky fingers. This person just says, I hate. Sticky fingers. I don't want yeah, to have sticky fingers got around. Sticky fingers. What is the sticky stuff? Just everything. Food? Yeah, they just attract sticky stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. honey. The, it begins with the honey on the wheat bix and then the honey just seems to stick around all day. <laughs> yeah, it's all just sticky. It's all sticky. And then they go to school and they play with glue sticks and then it's sticky again. <laughs> yeah. You've got honey and glue. Yes. Yeah. It's just, yeah, lollies. Um, this is another. They can't one. just have a lollipop in their mouth. They must rub the lollipop over every part of their body. Oh, of body. course, you want a bit on your nose. <laughs> um, my cat would hate if she had to share me. Cool. Yep. Yep. That's can't relate to that one. <laughs> <laughs> with dogs, I can. I get it. I get yep, it. Sure. Thirteen, ten, sixteen. Mm. Do you think there's anything we've missed? Because I would love to know the pettiest reasons you have for not wanting to have kids. Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. Gary Bigmore and Tommy Little. And on 131060, the petty reasons why you don't yes. want to have kids. Because said the, the, the most obvious reasons are they cost a lot of money and they take over your whole life. But we're talking about the petty reasons. Some person has said here that they um, they don't like their mother-in-law, so they don't ever want her to have the joy of having grandkids. That's that she's so, so desperate dark. for. <laughs> sticky fingers is another one. Yep. Don't want sticky fingers. Or having to answer the question why even once a day. Sam, what is the pettiest reason not to have kids? I don't think I've been able to eat um, any food or a meal by myself ever since I've had a child. Yeah. Everything yeah. is shared. Lots yep. of sharing going on, isn't there? Isn't and then once yeah. they get their gobs in there, their sticky fingers in there, it's just not as palatable afterwards. No, look, I don't know how many times I'd turn up to work. I'd go get my apple out of the uh, out of my bag and it would have a nice little chunk out of it. <laughs> 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 and it never goes the other way, does it, Sam? You, oh, no, no. No. Like, imagine if I send her to school and she opened up her lunchbox and, and had a bite out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not even sharing your food. They're just taking. Everything. And then the food you do make them, they push off the edge of a high chair. Yeah. It's really yeah. little demons. Yeah. And, that's what, and that's when your dogs come in. So, Tommy, that's where you'll be happy. That's where your dogs will come in, I've got, Andy. I've got the vacuums already purchased. Yeah, yeah. yeah great. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got your hoovers. You got, good on you, Sam. Thank you. Who's what got? about Eva? Hey, Eva. Hello. Are Hello. you a parent? Oop. Can you hear me? Yep, got Sorry, you, Eva. Are yeah. you a parent, Eva, or no parent? I am a parent of two teenage boys. Okay, so you know um, what it means to have kids. What's the pettiest reason that you wouldn't have them? Manual. They don't come with a manual? And use a manual, yeah. Y- yes. It is interesting. Yeah. The things that do come with a manual, like a yes. scooter comes with a manual. Exactly, yeah. But the, the most complicated thing ever in life, <laughs> doesn't it? Isn't there isn't a, wrong. a parenting books manuals? 
Yes, and to be fair, they're all. Everyone has such different theories. If you had to come up with one manual, yes, there'd be a lot of arguing. You yes. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess it's not like a car where they all run differently. Do you know what I mean? Well, like they do. You, no, no, but like I mean, if, a car all if, runs. If you get the, same. the one model of the car, yeah, but with kids, they're oh yeah, they are. They cars. are There's yeah. like all different types <laughs> of cars. And some are bikes. <laughs> some are scooters. I mean, they they come in all shapes and sizes, like cars. <laughs> and some are, Amy, yeah. Amy, Amy, some are Amy. Hello. <laughs> What's happening? What are you calling about, Amy? Are you a parent? Uh, I am certainly a parent, yeah. and they're right up in my face right now because I'm speaking to you guys. <laughs> but I think the most annoying thing is being a taxi and having to take them to all the activities. Well, especially when they're they like cars every as day. well. You're the taxi <laughs> taking other cars around. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Tommy is just a little bit predisposed at the moment. Sometimes I, I had a chip um, eating con- we do revolutionary stuff on this show. Yes. Like, because the whole idea is to do stuff that hasn't been done before. Remember oh, when yeah. we fixed Otherwise, the patriarchy? <laughs> we didn't uh, fix aren't we still it. working oh, on that? Oh, I, I crossed that off my list. <laughs> Put it back on. Your to do okay. list. Yeah. Was that number one? I don't know. I've lost my diary. So. <laughs> but what we're about to do up next, I reckon they've been talking about this on radio. <laughs> For how long has it been happening? A good 20, 30 years? Is it new? Is it it? I have no idea. Oh, I'll actually. have to talk about it and find that out next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy driving you home. This is fascinating, Bickers. What is? Do you know when daylight savings started? <laughs> yeah, guys, we're about to have a chat about daylight saving. Yeah. Saving, not savings. Why isn't it savings? I don't know. Apparently it's just daylight saving. Why? You're yes. saving daylight. You're not savings daylight. But, the, but minutes and ideas, one hour. Yeah, anyway. It's funny. Um, I've just, if, I don't, if I have one dollar, I don't say that's my saving. No, but you're saving that. Yeah, you're saving that one dollar. So can you not eat on <laughs> producer Sammy? <laughs> this conversation is boring enough without you eating in the background. Yeah, don't boring. ruin our boring stuff, Sammy. <laughs> if no. you're going to ask me anything about daylight saving, I've spent 48 hours trying to explain it to my daughter, and I've lived through a lot of daylight savings, and I still don't <laughs> understand. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I have plural daylight savings. Oh, sorry. You know what I mean? Okay. A daylight oh, that saving. I thought you just broke your own rule. Yes. No, like yeah. multiple ones now, in the singular. Yes. Do you know when it was first introduced? Well, I said I thought it'd been around for like 30 years or something. You're close. 1916. <laughs> it's been um, that long. Where did it begin? It, 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 in, in Australia and Tasmania, and they introduced mm. daylight saving in a bid to save energy during World War One, And then uh, it was scrapped. Sorry, but how does it save energy? I'm assuming because they would be burning stuff at with it getting dark. Right. So if they're doing whatever to Do say stuff during the day. Yeah. Yeah. What and do you mean? Because doesn't it extend the day and make, make yeah. light so, longer? so you wouldn't be burning stuff that uses energy. Oh, because the day's they, longer. So you, you don't, don't have to kick the in the sunsets. stuff that you're burning until later at night. Yes. Yes. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Yes. So because you're saving daylight. So you don't lose an hour. <laughs> so you know your clock ticks forward from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Yes. Does that mean that next day is shorter by an hour or everything's just moved yeah, forward an hour by gone. an hour? You've taken an hour out. Your daylight spending. Yeah. And you get right. that. So you get that. <laughs> yesterday was 23-hour day. Good one. Got it. Okay. So then why do we feel tired? Because we've been awake less. I, I feel tired because I've been drinking all weekend. <laughs> no, like my kids were really tired yesterday and I was tired and I thought, oh, it's because we've been awake longer. We're actually awake shorter. you got shorter. up earlier, right? No, we got up later. <laughs> but, but we yes, woke up at like nine when we'd normally wake up at eight. And when I, they were kids, I remember because the clocks go 
forward at the beginning and back at, Eff- effectively, at uh, the one, end. Effectively, one night during the year, you get one hour less mm-hmm. sleep. If you were to wake up, set your arm at the same time mm-hmm. every morning, and one night you get one hour more sleep. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But I want to know how long people didn't know because I had no idea. That it was daylight saving. No idea. Because I guess because our clocks now do it for us. So back in the day, they used to tell you to change your clocks at, before you went to bed and to change your smoke mm. alarm batteries. It was the two things you were meant to do, right? It was a good way of remembering yes. to change your smoke alarm. But now our phones do it for us. Yeah. There's not many manual clocks that you have to change. Yeah. And if you're like me, your clock just sits permanently on the other time and six months a year it's yes. out by an hour and then yep. six months a year it's on time. Absolutely. <laughs> Here's my hypothetical for you. If all of the clocks around the world... They just took half an hour. They changed it at, say, three in the morning. Mm. Would we ever know? Because I don't reckon An hour ever or know. half an hour? Half an hour. Why I reckon half an hour? Because I reckon an hour you'd go- um, The sun feels different you'd go, or- You'd go, it's at like an hour later. Like it's like, <laughs> when and, did and it's you work day. out? Sunday night. What? Yeah. You did a whole day not knowing that you were an hour out. I, 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 I wasn't an hour out. Yeah. I was on time. Because yeah. the clocks had changed. <laughs> the clocks so were what wrong. made you realise? It was light really late. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I guess back in the day that's the only way they would have known. No, they would have had to change their clocks. They wouldn't have had clocks. Why not? Did they have Do you many? know when watches were invented? <laughs> I, don't, I feel like watches were a rich person thing. Not everybody clocks. had clocks, did they? No. Didn't they just wake Pocket up watches. and go to bed with the sun? The first Wasn't watch. that just a... The first watch was 1480. <laughs> there you go. But, but how many but people town, had watches? Was but, it for the aristocrats? But town clocks and like, you know, church of course, bells but tolling. town clocks are not in your house. Like when you're eating like dough for breakfast, like <laughs> bread. <laughs> when, you're, when you're eating, what's it called? Damp up for breakfast. That's got nothing to do with richness. That's someone that doesn't know how to cook. You're eating dough. No, you you're you're eating damp for breakfast. Are you checking all your 10 clocks? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if you're having damp for you've breakfast. Got, unless you're wearing a waistcoat and you have one in your top pocket, I don't mm. think people walked around with clocks, didn't they? Isn't that the whole point? It's like when you go camping, you rise with the sun and you go to bed when it sets, but you, your whole body and the farm and everything works on the sunlight. It doesn't work on a watch that you look at on your arm. About grandfather clocks. You mm. would have had those in their house. Yes. But fancy people. Oh, true. Yeah, that's what but, I'm but, saying. I, but I reckon there were town clocks. <laughs> of course, but a town clock, if you lived in like ages but, out of town. Oh, so now you've got to be remote as well. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just say if you're camping? I just don't got to think, eat dough for breakfast. I don't think in the early 1900s or the 1800s, everybody had watches and clocks. Oh, saving wasn't invented until not. What, Sammy? There's a Reddit thread that says, how did the poor people keep track of time before <laughs> back when clocks? And they said they didn't. The urgent need to be able to tell time really rose with the rise, rise of rail travel. Thank you. So that oh. was like 1900s. Hmm. So daylight savings was after that. No, but that's the point I'm making. No, no, but this was after then. No, daylight savings was only like a decade after that. 1916. Oh, was it? Yeah. And what are the 1900s? Then, no, the sorry, age- then it went away. It went away in 1918 and then came back um, so, for World the War II. So, but is the 1900s the 1800s? No. <laughs> that's the or 19th you, century. Oh, that's the 19th can I, century. Can I help? Can I help? <laughs> when they bring, it, yeah, they bring it forward a bit. I, it confuses me, though, why it's yeah. like 1912, but it's the 20th century. It doesn't make sense. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not agree? Oh. Uh, it's just because it's the 20th century. Because you know I mean? Because if it was already. 2000, then you would have already had 20 centuries. I just think go with how it begins. <laughs> so, so if you're playing your 20th game, 
You've yep. already had 19. I just think it's, like, it's yeah. 20th century, it's the 2000s. If it's the but when 20th, you're born, the 20th you're not one year century. old. No, I get how it is. I'm yeah, telling you how you it should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can I help? Or maybe make it worse. <laughs> make it worse. 13, 10, 60. <laughs> what you... don't you get? <laughs> we Our do that. Or do you want to do um, how long did you go without realising? Because I went a full day without realising. Today, so I reckon there's people that have gone days. Were you around in the early 1900s and okay. did you own a watch? I'll take that as well. <laughs> Give us a call. Carrie and Tommy. <laughs> Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And on 13, 1060. Not sure. Not no really idea. Sure. Not sure. Um, Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, we narrowed it down to three topics. What don't you get was one. Um <laughs> What was your Were you born in the 19, early 1900s? And owned a watch? And, and you have to own a watch? Mm-hmm. Anything? I think it was something else. Oh, something to do with daylight. Oh, how long before you didn't realise that the times had actually changed over the weekend? Stuart, welcome to the show. Firstly, <laughs> thank you for calling what is an absolute mess today. Well, I actually, um, you're talking about changing um, town clocks. Mm. Yes. For um, daylight savings. Yes. I actually had a, a sundial in my front yard. Yeah. How do I turn that back? <laughs> Stuart, were you born in the early 1900s and did you own a watch? No, I was born in the 1960s and I still don't own a watch. <laughs> Stuart, do you, I mean, I think I understand saying, but I'm never really sure. Do you understand it? Not really because I actually live on a dairy farm and the cows don't come in an hour earlier. Or... <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you isn't know, that part so... of the Stuart? I've never understood the argument. Don't the dairy farmers not like it because the cows are then something the about cows... the milking or the cows like it? Do they like it or not like yeah. it, Stuart? <laughs> no, no, no. The, the farmers get up an, an hour earlier. Yeah, because the cows so they can go the milk. Yes, because the cows get up at the same time. They get up with the sunlight because they don't have milk. watches. Yes, they don't have watches. <laughs> Not only the rich ones <laughs> have watches. Pocket watches, according to you. Um, okay, thank you, Stuart. Appreciate it. Um, g'day, Braden. Yeah, guys, how are you today? We're absolutely struggling, Braden. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. bad. Braden, what don't you understand? I don't understand, and this is a weird one, I don't understand how buses can fit in the same lane as cars. <laughs> you're sitting in a car, you're sitting next to your mate, you've barely got enough room for each other, but a bus you can have four people and a lane in the middle and it feels comfortable. <laughs> It's so true, it Brayden. So it's so true. Because they really take up the whole lane, whereas a car you've got a bit of space on either side. But not really. Well, you yeah, do. Not really, no, my car's so wide. Like, it barely fits in, in. Well, you might find that you can actually fit three people in a lane in your car. <laughs> but no, but I can't even fit. My People don't even fit in the back of my car. That's so do you know weird. What I mean? My car's actual comfortable capacity is two. What a, do you, Brayden, how many is a bus fit? wider than a normal lane? I don't think they the are. Buses go down normal lanes. I know, but yeah. do they, when think... they made like specific bus lanes, did they make but, them wider? But why would they make them wider? Because they fit in normal ones. I know, Braden, but maybe they're more comfortable, really you know. It's like squeezing into a comfy pair of jeans. You can squeeze into the tight ones, but you feel better oh, with a bit of width, so you reckon you know? the bus lane is the trackies they put on at night <laughs> yes. on the couch. Um, Brayden, while we got you, just because I, I think you're a thinking man and I like it, do you find it frustrating that how impressive like a, a, a 747 is that they can't just reverse a bit and they need to have a little car to come out and push them back? Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. That's, that's good to hear my, my thinking anyway. Yeah. 
I've it's never a, understood how planes get in the sky. That and how skyscrapers are built. I just, it blows my mind. Okay, does the little car frustrate you? Oh, never really thought about the little car. ships need tugboats? The same thing. They can't reverse. Is that right? No. I just, they get tugged out of the harbour as well, don't I, they? I, th- I thought it would be so they're not under power. So as in mm. to save noise, pollution. But isn't in it the, funny that the... a little tug can pull it? I feel the same mm. about the little car that pushes the plane back, yeah. though. It's like yeah. the size of a golf car. <laughs> it makes me think, why can't I push a plane? Anyway, good stuff. Gary and Tommy. Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding. That is miracle for your Monday Arvo. It's Carrie and Tommy. And whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. If you're one of the few people that didn't have a big weekend, mm. wasn't watching the grand final, and you're like, it's Monday, I'm going to pop something. Yes. Then get into Liquorland, get yourself some champers. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to celebrate. What a great weekend it was. So I also am going to pop into Lithuania. Hey, coming up, one of your favourite people yes. from, is calling in from the other side of the world. Is he? He's taking time oh, he's for you. He's always on the other side. Yeah, of the he's world. always travelling. That's fun. Yeah. That's next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Your Monday afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Now, guys, uh, do you remember what you requested in Same Same But Spoken last week? Uh, no, I don't no- remember ever this segment. I never think of this segment after we finish playing it each week. Fantastic. I think it was a request to not do it again. Oh, maybe. Because mm. I don't remember either. So we're doing this. Same, same, but classical. Whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Cheers. Liquorland, choose to drink wise. I, I know. You know this reminds me a bit of Bridgeton. They had all the pop oh. songs, but they have them in a quartet. Do they really? Yeah. Oh. So you'd hear throughout the whole show, like really Katy Perry or Taylor Swift, but it would be done by a quartet. Really? Do they go at it quite a lot in Bridgerton? Was the it a bit saucy? time. Really? But in the age where you're not meant to, you know, it's all prim and proper, but behind closed doors. It's the prim and proper ones. They're the ones you've got to watch. They are the ones you've got to watch. It's filth bags. <laughs> Here's your first song. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, Castle on the Hill, Ed Sheeran. Nah. Oh, is it not? No. Nah. Hang on, let me sing along to it. I think it is. No, nah, it's not. It's Rihanna, <laughs> We Found Love. Oh. I like it. Yeah, I actually really like <laughs> me it. Me too. This good. could get me to go see an orchestral performance if it was like this. You've lost your mind. <laughs> Song number two. Oh. Oh, Harry. Dancing on my own, Ed Sheeran. Oh. Uh, can I can I hear a bit more? Oh, it's just a wording issue. Oh, is it dancing with a stranger? Dancing with your eyes closed. It's eyes closed. Oh. Still dancing with my eyes. He's, on. he's on his own with his eyes closed. <laughs> no, know? isn't he with a stranger with his eyes closed? Either I mean, who knows? Oh, you could feel someone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's not yourself, you were touching. So, he's dancing. He's not touching. But when I when I dance with people, I mean, call me Bridgerton, but sometimes I touch them. <laughs> Song number three, one zip to Bickers. Tommy? Yeah. I mean, oh, no. I'm just... Carrie, Miley, Flowers. Oh. 
I mean, I didn't even get to have a go. Well, because you yeah. went, uh, uh. What, were you, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say Castle on me. <laughs> uh, two zip to Bickers, song number four. Carrie. Tommy. Bickers, oh. what a win. What about us, Pink? What about us? Bridgerton's really paid off. <laughs> I've watched a lot of it and on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> All of it, though, not just yeah. particular scenes. Carrie yeah. <laughs> and Tommy. Around the country for your drive home this afternoon, it's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because, as you know, I love cooking. It is a new passion of mine, and I watch a lot of cooking shows. And one of my favourite uh, chefs I get to see travel around the world and soak up street food, and he gets excited, and I get excited, and in his new series takes him to India. It premieres Thursday night at 8.30 on SBS and SBS On Demand. It's called Luke Nguyen's India, and we have Luke Nguyen. G'day, Luke. Hello, how are you? So good to chat to you. To make this more confusing, so the show is Luke Nguyen's India, but where are you in the world at the moment? I'm in Saigon at the moment, on the way to the airport to fly to Hanoi to shoot another series. So you might hear lots of Millions of motorbikes honking their horns right next to them. Is it true, Luke, that you have a restaurant over there? Yes, in, the, in Saigon, right in the centre of town. Wow. It's called Vietnam House. Vietnam House, and we've been open for almost six years now. And how often do you spend over there versus back in Australia? Oh, so I've got restaurants in Sydney and Brisbane as well. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly on the plane flying from Sydney, um, Saigon, Brisbane, and I just do the rounds, and then in between I film these TV shows and it's so exciting. And so now I'm off to Hanoi to do one more TV show as well. Luke, I think Indian food is one of the scariest foods to cook. And the reason I think that is because it never tastes as good as it does when you go to a shop. Um, and also it involves so many spices and you kind of need to do the real deal, not get them in a container or a box because they don't taste quite the same. What do you yeah. think is the thing most of us are getting wrong when we try to cook Indian food? I feel exactly the way you did. I mean, going to India, I was just overwhelmed. I went, oh, my gosh. So, you know, each recipe I usually cook, there's, what, eight or ten ingredients. In India or southern India, there was like 40. <laughs> so I had to get my bread. And I was like, wow. Um, but as you said, the, the spices are so fresh over there. Um, but the, the thing is to, to use a lot of them, but in small amounts. So to, to really find that balance is the key. So once you understand the, the aromas and the flavors, you get that balance and you just nail a dish and it's so flavorful. It's just incredible. And it really has changed my style of cooking now. So I'm starting to use Indian spices um, in my Southeast Asian cooking. It's wonderful. Luke, when people think of India, they do think of all the amazing food. They also think of, you know, how busy it is and all the chaos. But I also reckon most Aussies think of um, getting sick. Obviously, you were going around and uh, were you t- tasting a lot of street food like you usually do? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. For me, street food is where the you know authentic uh, flavors and the you know the great experiences are. Um, so before I arrived to India, I actually did a, a seven day detox, seven day cleanse, you know, just to get my gut health really, really great. And I ate everything and anything, and I was totally fine. But maybe it's because. You know, I've got an iron stomach and I've been eating street food all my life, but um, I love the street food there. And you meet so many incredible people and um, that's where you experience India and life in India is so colourful. Everyone so says vibrant. they've got iron guts until that one day where they yeah. want to die and they go, not so iron guts after all. Have you had an explosive day like that in your time, Luke? <laughs> not at all. Really? Not at all. No, in southern India, they're known to be quite spicy as well, right? So... Some of the dishes um, uh, have a lot of different types of chili. But chili, not only for spice, but chili for sweetness, chili for smokiness. There's hundreds 
and hundreds of varieties of chilies. And so when I was there, I ate dishes that were packed full of fresh chilies, dried chilies, smoked chili, um, and I thought it was so incredible. And they warned me, careful, like, this is really spicy. But I was fine, you know, because I love Thai cuisine, Vietnamese cuisine. Hit me with spice and no problem for me. I was loving it. I'm so I'm sweating just thinking about it. <laughs> I, I did sweat. I did sweat, but I really, really enjoyed it. It's actually interesting you say that because so many places like that that are often really, really hot, they eat really, really mm. hot food. Like you'd think you'd want something cooler, but they kind of just go, well, we're already hot, so let's just take it up a notch. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> and it's all about, I learned about, um, you know, eating food for as medicine in India. Oh. Um, and so every little ingredient that we use, be it turmeric or ginger or cardamom, black cardamom or curry, it's all about the medicinal qualities of each ingredient. And I learned about the, um, the Ayurveda kind of practice and just living your life and, and eating for, for nourishment and, and for, for nutrients and for, for medicine. Luke, I always hear you talking about food and you're always so excited. Is there any foods that you hate? <laughs> no, I haven't come across any food that I hate. Um, I enjoy all foods, and I always give food a try. I always try everything once. Most of the time, I love it, but I guess the, the last time that I didn't enjoy something would well, must have been eating bat, I think. This wasn't in the Indian series, but uh, it was in Southeast Asia, and I had chagrin bat, which I probably wouldn't try again, but hey, at least I tried it. You've got to try everything once. Yeah, I feel like this is an important question. What year was that? What year was that? <laughs> that was over 10 years ago. So please don't worry about that. Did it taste <laughs> like chicken? <laughs> it did. It tasted like, uh, it actually tasted a little bit like like rabbit. Oh, <laughs> gamey. Right. Yes. Yes. Well, oh. well, Luke, we're so excited. The new series, Luke Nguyen's India, premieres Thursday night at 8.30 on SBS and SBS On Demand. Thanks so much, Luke. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Love being on the show. Bye. Carrie and Tommy. Your Monday afternoon is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. Because as we have mentioned throughout the show, big weekend of sports that we've just got through, both codes, grand finals. Oh. I mean, what's there to live for now, you know? <laughs> recover. <laughs> just to recover. I mean, to be fair, I was not living again, for either grand final. So, but yes, I understand. It's Cricket a real World come Cup's down about this to start. You'd be oh. all over Woo. that, Vickers. Yeah, she's mad, mad for it. Yeah. Mad for it. What's your favourite, um, who's your favourite cricketer? I reckon... Still Bradman? Nah, nah. I was a big... Uh, <laughs> You're friends with Gilly. Just, I know, but I was going to say Gilly, but I know he doesn't player? play anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm not, Don't have the latest plays at the top I've got of my something head. to tell you. Brody Grundy. <laughs> <laughs> so before the, um, before the AFL Grand Final on Saturday, I did a stand-up gig Um for the Collingwood Football Club for their grand final breakfast. Is that the easiest gig because you know everyone in the room wants you there because you're a Collingwood supporter? No, nah, the room is not all Collingwood. Oh. The rooms at those things breakfast are Breakfast gigs would be quite hard, hard as well, wouldn't they? Well, and it made it even harder by the MC. Um, he gave me, I would say, by any metric, an awful introduction. This is how it started. He goes... Um, uh, Can we say who the MC was or it's not part of, it's not relevant? I don't think it's essential to okay. make it a targeted sure. attack. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> feeling targeted, but sure. Okay. He said, um, uh, this comedian is the most exciting. This, these are all words he said into a microphone. This comedian is the most exciting of, of his generation. Oh, I guess he must have written that himself. And he's, um, he's he does radio from uh, 3 till 4.30 each day, which was our old time slot. We haven't done that for a while. And then he goes, oh, works one and a half hours a day. <laughs> Must be tough. 
Anyway, here's Tommy Little. And I'm walking onto stage and I'm thinking, well, that was awful. And so I said, said, well, comedy needs a couple of things to work. It needs a good introduction. I didn't get that. (laughs) Needs a bit of energy in the room. We haven't got that. And then I reintroduced myself and came on and had a great And what did you say for your introduction? I just, it doesn't matter. And it, no, yes, I'm keen to hear what you, if you write what he read, what you wrote for yourself. I literally just said, please welcome Tommy Little. <laughs> but I, yeah, it doesn't matter. I, um, <laughs> then I did the gig. Gig was great. Great. And then I got off stage and as I was walking out of the room, I heard perhaps why I got such a bad introduction because the MC was now back on the microphone talking to the crowd. And I'd shown, you know how I have a, a list of um, X's tattooed on my side? Mm-hmm. I'd done jokes about that to the crowd and shown them that. And he, he, the MC gets back up and he goes, oh, I got so nervous when Tommy pulled up his shirt that my wife's name would be on his ribs. Um, You've been with and, his wife? And I turned around with my God, You jaw, were out of the room at this my point. Jaw, no, I'm walking to get out of the room. My oh jaw drops and he goes, yeah, um, my wife um, introduced me to Tommy and when um, Tommy walked away, I said, how do you know him? And she said, we used to date. Oh, my God. And, and everyone, no wonder he was putting you down. <laughs> why did he tell everybody? Imagine if he introduced you. Coming up next, this guy dated my, <laughs> my wife, wife, Tommy Little. <laughs> that could be your rolling introduction, though. Yeah. <laughs> it can be used around the country. <laughs> You're going to need some more tattoos. <laughs> now I want to know who it was. Do you remember his wife? I don't know. <laughs> Follow Carrie Vinmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. That podcast with Carrie and Tommy was filled with big laughs and funny moments. And if you're looking to raise a glass to those moments, Liquorland has the drink to match. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Bye. Bye.